Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. It's easy to talk about yourself, ourselves because I know myself fairly well at this point. Um, but where, because, and, and so what I'll say is like where I struggle, I know where I go. That's not good is, is, you know, historically I'm a fixer. And so like, and my wife has been the best teacher for me in this because in the past she would come to me with a grievance and about me or just about like the world or about something that happened her in her day, you know, and, and I would immediately go into like fix it mode, like, Oh, well you should do this or try this or don't do that. And, and I found out quick. I mean, it took me years to change. <laughs> and uh, if she's listening, I, I'm sure I still do this, but from time to time, hopefully I've gotten better, but she would get really frustrated with me because she didn't need me or want me to fix it for her. She just wanted me to, to acknowledge her experience and be with her. And, um, she didn't want to be coddled, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, she didn't want to be coddled. Um, and I'm sure there's times where I've been like belittling, like, like just stop feeling that way. Like you shouldn't feel that way. Um, just stop it. Like, stop it. I know you're, you know, you might be situationally like really upset about this and just don't. And I mean, actually I think I'm pretty sure I have said those exact words. Um, and obviously like that's, that didn't go well <laughs> because, because, uh, belittling someone's feelings is is a sure way to just to just really not be relationally healthy with them um it's it's a way to to really kind of negatively impact connection and so and so that's kind of an example i think for me of an invitation it's like i've learned that my aim in those moments is to listen and be with and not necessarily try to fix it's like my role as a husband in those moments is to listen to her, to be curious about her experience, to be present with her and her experience and just to love her for where she's at, who she is. And there's moments where I've got to say hard things and I've got to press in and I've got to challenge, but, but it's not my job to fix her. Um, it's not my job to try to like take that pain from her because by her going through the situation, she's learning and she's growing. So I don't know. That's just an example um, that came to mind for me about me. Do you have anything that comes to mind for you? How this has played out in your life or something that you've dealt with in the past or recently? Yeah. Yes. Um, I would say that the – oh, man. Trying to find – find a personal one that I can talk <laughs> about here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my reaction to people who are, um, why I have such a compassionate heart is because I know what it feels like to be told that your emotions don't matter. Um, if they're negative. Um, and that's not like a, and, and that is, so my response to that was to like, well, I am going to say that everybody's emotions matter, but then I'm going to exaggerate it and say they matter more than mine. And actually the only feelings that I want people to know matter are the ones that are good. So if someone expresses a negative emotion, 
then I want to do everything possible to take it away. That's an old way of thinking, which in certain contexts, it's like it's good to help alleviate pain. Like if you have the means to alleviate pain, you should probably do that because like we're compassionate people, but there's some pain that people have to experience. And we're talking about relational pain here. We're not talking about like here, if somebody is, if their house is on fire, it's that's unnecessary pain. Yeah, to help exactly. Them out of the yeah. House. <laughs> this is something they got to go through. I'm just going to sit back here and wait. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think, yeah, we're talking about relational pain, how we communicate and relate to each other. So I think what I, what my, what we often do is we take that very physical example where I was really drawn into this kind of work because of the compassion that I saw in other people to help soften other people's real life pain. Like whether it was homelessness or intense poverty um, in like in American cities, that's what drove me to kind of this work. But that was, that's a physical thing, a felt need. But the I would do the same thing with relationships where if someone ha if there was pain that I saw in someone else that I caused them, I would do whatever it took to make it go away. Whether if it was, so that's, that was me caught in, but the reality that the, the, I think the coddling side and the belittling side is self-centered. It's because I couldn't deal with seeing how other people felt. I can't control how other people felt. It's, I think both of them are very self-centered and we respond like, and people get really angry and you can see it on whether it's in relationships or, or whether it's a political ideology where it's like, it's stereotypical to say like Democrats are these like coddling fluffy people that can't handle like they're called snowflakes. And then the other side, like the a Republican is often accused of being heartless and not caring about people. And like, I feel like, I don't think either of those are true. I think those are caricatures. And I think we need to be able to break through those and respond appropriately. And I think what we, when we are in either of those emotions, we've made the issue so much bigger than it actually is. And we've lost the person in front of us. And we're, we're, we are, and we are becoming like, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for me? It's all about me and how I feel in this situation and the way that because you're crying, I want you to get over it. So I'm going to yell at you and belittle you, or I feel that you're crying. So I'm going to do whatever I can to soften it. So you stop crying because I can't deal with someone in front of me feeling pain. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point. I think the the point you make about how both are selfish is really spot on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then. Bye.